Yeah, I'm like, oh man, that, that is an awesome print. So, all right, let me take Christy a couple batteries. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, now that he's gone, we should be able to talk. Oh, about this is going to be hard to get. Yeah, to. really. <laughs> we can use our regular accents, eh? Yeah. Well, it's all fucking <laughs> Just start talking real Canadian. Like, talking the other way is just such a pain in the ass. Yeah. It's starting to sound a little louder. Well, it's, it's, the, it's the East Coast in me, eh? East Coast in me. You're listening to the Epically Geeky Show, a place for all things geeky. Welcome out to the Epic Geek Show, episode number 171. I'm your host for the evening, Eugene Stevens. Uh, there's some weird stuff going on behind me, like stuff's gone missing. I don't, I don't know where it's gone. I'd call the uh, cops. What? I'd call the cops. I, maybe I should, so at least they didn't get the Matrix. But uh, <laughs> So for these, those of you who are watching the video, episode, uh, the video version of the show, uh, moving has commenced. I've been talking about moving, and uh, things are moving right along. So, um, but enough about that let's go ahead and get into our opening question um which we literally came up with about an hour and a half ago so um what was the what did you consume the most of uh in 2023 ray oh of course you're starting with me i i tried my best at trying to figure this out um and i'm not going to count like netflix in the background because if it was background stuff i netflix would win fair enough uh, so where I'm actually consuming and actually paying attention, I'm going to say YouTube. Uh, I use it for learning different skills. I use it for research. I use it for uh, finding out um, uh, different techniques and different things. Like it's uh, art stuff. Like you name it, I'm using YouTube. And um, and yeah, that's that's probably the biggest thing that I consume the most. Good deal. Chris? Books. Books, I've okay. Got- I read 54 books last year. Nice. My goal was 52. Um, yeah. So both audio and reading, like visual readings, yeah, books by far, and not a bad mix of genres, which is pretty good for me. Awesome. Yeah. Very cool. Uh, Sean. I really didn't think about this. Uh, <laughs> Pornhub. <laughs> Dude. No. No, nah, that, that was a lot of increments. Uh, no, probably uh, audiobooks. Okay. Audible. I I did a lot of driving this year, and I always mm-hmm. listen to audiobooks. And I found, like, especially the summer and all that, instead of watching TV, I would just throw on an audiobook and just sit back and relax, kind of thing. So, um, yeah, Audible loves me. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, but when we came up with the question, I, I thought about it and I did some real quick uh, estimates or whatever. Uh, my number, th- and I, I, I at least named my, I for sure, my top three. Uh, YouTube actually came in uh, at number three. Uh, just doing a quick look, it looks like I've averaged out about an hour a day. Uh, whenever I, 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 it's more than that, usually depending on what's going on, what's going on at work, <clears throat> stuff like that. Sometimes I'll have it in the background and, um, and see, that's the problem with it is it also counts that as like if I put it on in the background for music or something. So it's also counting it that way. So let's just say an hour a day. So you're looking at 365 hours. Uh, audiobooks, um, I average about 35 hours a month. Uh, so when you calculate that and everything else, um, it's about 500 hours a year. 
But when you look at my podcast, um, just the just the shows that consistently come out every single week, not including those ones that are once every two weeks or once a month or anything like that. <clears throat> I probably listen to about a thousand hours of podcast every year. Now, granted, all of this, all three of these are at double speed, uh, so it's <laughs> it's it's not quite as impressive uh, or. I don't know, uh, sad, maybe <laughs> depending how you're going to look at it. But um, yeah, so I definitely listen to most po- more podcasts than probably anything else. But I'm like you, Sean, in that I've gotten to the point that if I need background noise, um, if I'm actively listening, it's podcast. If I'm actively listening to a new book, then of course I have that on. But if I just need something in the background, I most often will download an old audio book and re-listen to it. And just, it's nice to be able to, work and then you kind of like okay what's going on oh i remember that part that was a good part and then you can kind of go back and it's just um what did you call it chris whale song yeah yeah Yeah, Yeah. it's it that's kind of my whale song is just having a podcast or you know an audiobook or something like that running in the background so uh every so often i will put on music like from youtube or something like that and and listen to it but i i i don't know i i guess i've just kind of gotten to where i really like spoken word for the most part so Mm -hmm. um but anyway, so uh, tonight's episode, we're going to look at our the be- uh, what we consider the best things from 2023, and we're going to look forward and uh, talk about what uh, were most uh, the most anticipated things for 2024 are for us. Uh, we divided it up into kind of four categories. We have books, TV, movies, and I just put other. So if there was something else that you've watched or listened to or or whatever or played, video games as well. Um, just throw it in there under the other, and if you've got multiple, that's that's fine too. So, uh, I guess let's go ahead and get started. Would anyone like to go first? And which category would you like to start with? Sure, uh, I'll, you, you go. Okay. You go. I'll go. I'll All go. Right. What category I'll, would you start with? I'll do movies. Okay, so what was your number one movie for 2023? So I went with movies that um, I didn't actually see that many in the theater. I think I only saw. Three. To be mm-hmm. fair, there wasn't a lot there in wasn't the a, due to the strike. Well, that I noticed that, that too. I looking yeah. back at the movies this year, I did not go to the theater anywhere near as much as I used to. No. And there was some that I just didn't want to go see. I didn't want to pay the money because it's yeah. expensive. Yeah. Um, so and then I didn't include the movies that I watched on Netflix because there I don't remember any. The problem was I didn't remember nothing stuck out. And mm-hmm. then I was like, oh yeah, that came Guardians Three. Oh, okay. I loved it. It was yeah. a wonderful tie up to to that. And she I cried, cried <laughs> which is always a good sign. Um, because that means I have suspended disbelief. Uh and yeah, I just thought it was I just really liked it. I really liked I really liked the Guardians of the Galaxy. That was uh-huh. it was a good choice to pick that storyline, whoever did that at Marvel. So yeah. Yep. Um it almost made my list like when I was going through looking at some of the bigger movies from 2023. Uh, I did, I, I did greatly enjoy it. Uh, it, it, it always hits on the whole fan on the whole chosen family thing. Like that is just, that has been a theme all the way through all three of these movies. Yeah. Uh, but then if you're an animal person, like I am, Oh, oh boy, there was some oh, rough yeah. spots in that movie. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> but so overall much. it was, it was definitely, uh, James Gunn, like, just like, you know, Dropping the mic and walking out like he he, yeah, he exactly. nailed that entire series. Yeah. So I, yeah, so that's that's the one that I re- remembered. <laughs> <laughs> High praise, of course. 
should be on the poster. It was the one I remembered. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, she actually remembered this. Actually, remember this one. Uh, Ray, would you like to go next? Sure. Am I sticking with movie or? Uh, Yeah, go ahead and stick. We'll go ahead and finish out movies and then we'll we'll move on. Uh, Yeah. So for 2023, my favorite movie of the year, Spider-Man Across the Universe. I love that movie. It was such a good continuation of the story. I'm looking forward to where it goes next. Uh, it ties into everything. Like it, the first one really surprised me um, mm-hmm. in, in the like the actual um, the presentation of it, like the the artistic style and all that stuff. Uh, but this one, I was thankful that they were able to continue the story, and they though a lot of the characters that I loved in the first one weren't in this one a lot. I'm excited to see where they're going to go with the next one. So right, and at least they all showed up at the end. Yeah, and and what any good movie second second movie will do is, okay, I want to see where this goes next, and that's that's what this one did for me. Yep, uh, it was I. I told everyone try to keep it down to one if you can. If you absolutely have to split it, maybe two. Uh, and this is one that I I had two down, and this was one of them. I know I. I cheated. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> you're absolutely right. That first movie had nowhere, it had no reason to be as good as it was. It was so funny. The art is so good in it. And I did greatly enjoy this one. Uh, this is one that like, I, I definitely took my boys to watch and we had, we had a blast watching the movie. So um, it, uh, the, we can, we can, we always talk about, you know, spoilers on the show. So, uh, in fact, I even, I even tried to talk Alex or I even tried to talk Nick into maybe, uh, if I didn't do the, the, uh, or maybe it was Alex, the, um, trying to figure out what we were going to do for a costume for him this year. I almost convinced one of the boys, you know, if you blew, if you bought one of those blow up dinosaur costumes and see if maybe your granny could make a spider-man costume for it like you'd win halloween like (laughs) that was literally like in the movie for like five seconds and i still remember that i was just like t-rex spider-man yes (laughs) t-rex is awesome yeah uh but yeah i just i I adored that movie so uh sean what was your favorite movie from 2023 um like I couldn't go with Guardians because the animal stuff, even though they're CGI, like I can't watch it now. Like it's hard. Thought of raccoon with the top of his head cut off, just yeah. um and then Spider-Verse was like I hated how it ended because it didn't freaking end. So it just pissed me off. So actually I went with uh, Dungeons and Dragons, Honor Among Thieves. Yes. I, I- yeah, I was going to pick that too. The boys and I went to see that. Man, we laughed so hard and enjoyed so much of it. And like seeing like the old cartoon characters yes. in there too. Like, man. Yeah. So that was that was a winner for me this year. The opening got me on that one. Oh, yeah. Oh. The, the opening's like, that's something that totally any D&D party would try. And I like, just, I love the obese dragon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh there was yeah there was a lot of stuff in there that was there, like clearly someone has played a campaign yeah. and this is what the 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 dungeon master threw in there as a as a joke or something so yeah, yeah. but uh funny enough uh i said i kind of cheated and split between two movies that was the other one like <laughs> this was another movie i went to the theater with my boys i wasn't I mean, we've never played Dungeons and Dragons before, and I don't know how much they really caught of it. But even then, they 
really enjoyed it. Like they loved, they loved the characters. They did love the jokes. Um, it was, and it was so well done, but apparently it, it didn't do great at the, you know, in the theaters. So I don't know if we're going to get the sequel. God, I wish we would though. Cause man, they could do some fun stuff. with Yeah. That. Oh yeah. So, uh, well, yeah, that's, so those were Ray and John had, 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 had my picks right there. Uh, I, I could <laughs> not pick between Spider-Man and D and D and, uh, in all honesty, if you put on either one right now, I'd probably be like, yep, let's watch that. Cause that was freaking hilarious. So, uh, both of them were, were fantastic movies. All right. Tell you what, Ray, um, we'll kind of do this round Robin type style. Uh, so okay. what would you like to, you go first and what was your, and then pick what category you'd like to do. So I'm going to go TV next. Then. All right. So TV next. So what was your favorite TV show from 2023? This one pulled that, uh, all my, all my nostalgia. Picard season three. Nice. I, I getting a little loved it. It was, yeah. it, it was so good. It was yeah. all the nostalgia and uh, I don't know. I just, yep. I'm, I, I was happy with where it ended up. And even if we don't get season four, I'm okay. Like I got the nostalgia I needed out of that one. So yeah. yeah. Good deal. I have heard nothing but fantastic things about it. Maybe eventually, you know what? Maybe that's what I should do in March is is uh, get um, Paramount, Plus. Uh, Paramount Plus because like all of my stuff, I, I cannot work. I physically cannot work on projects because I'll be at my mom's house. All my stuff will be packed up. Mm-hmm. Um, I will have a lot of <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, maybe maybe that might be an idea. So, um, yeah. Uh, Sean, what was your favorite TV show of 2023? This was hard. Um yeah, I'm flip-flopping every 10 minutes here. I'm going to go with Picard Season 3 as well, just being the huge TNG fan. And it just, they did it so well. Mm-hmm. And they set themselves up for a whole new series, which by the sounds of it is very close to be happening. Yeah, I know. I'm excited. Yeah, that it, it just was so well. The, the toss-up was Strange New World Season 2. Friggin' Star okay. Trek and a musical? Oh my god! Yeah, how did you make that work? But you did it, <laughs> and that's what I—that's another thing I heard. A lot of people were just like, "I did not think that episode was going to work," and it—they totally nailed it. So, oh my god! So, like that, the whole series is excellent. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, TNG wins out at Picard season three. Cool. Um, my big one, I, I had to wrestle with this. There were a couple of different things that came out that I did greatly enjoy. And then when I kept kind of reading it in the list, I saw this one. I was like, Nope, that's it. And that is the last of us. I never played the games on the PlayStation. Uh, so I, I had an, a rough idea of kind of what to expect. Uh, but then the thing with the TV shows is you never know, like they may go way off. Like they may just take the, the, you know, the core of whatever it is and, and do a completely new story. And everyone I've talked to has been like, I really enjoyed this series. Uh, and the, the changes that were made, they were just like, no, I get it. I, I get why those changes were made. Um, but yeah, the um, of course, that kind of, you know, throwaway episode that everyone talks about, the one with, um, oh, what's his name? Uh, Nick Offerman. Nick Offerman. Um, like... That was like their best episode. It was. And, and here's the funny <laughs> thing was... I was so afraid to start this show because I was like, I got, I don't want to say burned by the walking dead, but I mean, like, you know, I just, I got season after season after season, the walking dead. And 
it's just like, okay, we're doing the same thing over and over again. And this is very much kind of Walking Dead type universe, but we actually got stories about other people living in this universe. And that was something that I thought was missing from The Walking Dead. It was one of the reasons why Christy and I fell off from watching it. Uh-huh. And that episode, I was just like, if we get more episodes like that, where we we take characters that, you know, somewhat somewhat important or whatever and we get like a full story on what's going you know how they survived in this you know hellscape i'm totally down for that and i loved it i also i I, you know uh there were times i was like maybe we could use some more of the the clickers oh we got them that's cool uh but it it never seemed uh it, it seemed high quality the entire time and i i enjoyed it the entire run and i can't wait to see i know there's definitely gonna be a season two because because yeah. there's there was way too much hype that show did way too, too too good for hbo for them to be like oh no maybe not so <laughs> yeah. um chris what was your favorite show from 2023 um so this one was hard because there was so much and i was just like i'm just gonna it's like one of those close your eyes and just pick kind of thing so i picked uh conk on earth Oh, okay. Yes, that was hilarious. Oh, that was so good. funny. I yeah. love that character so much. Philomena Conk. I hope they do another round of that. It's they it's should. So, they really should. It's so hilarious because the because the funny thing is is that there's fucking people like that in the world. Mm-hmm. Yes. They're serious, like dead serious when they ask these questions. And the fact that it's just it's so funny. And she does such a good job. And I yeah, I really, really want there to be another season. So it, that's my bank. You have to wonder how many of those people got the joke and how many of them were just like, is this, is this real? Like, well, is this really like, happening? Yeah. Like yeah. the, like the, um, the experts, the, some of them that are like going along and they're like, okay. And then the other ones are like, yeah, I like the ones no. that are like, oh, well, that's not quite the No, word. I'm not saying that. And they were just, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It was so good. And the amount of research that they did mm-hmm. and just, um, how much she committed to the bit. It was so oh yeah. Good. Yeah, like she committed. It was super like good. for her to be able to deliver those lines and not crack up was like oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean I'm sure they probably had to do it multiple takes, but still like the fact that they even got one, like there's some of those lines I'm like, there's no way I could have ever said that with a straight yeah. face. Like I would have busted up every single time. <laughs> yeah, not at all. So uh Sean, uh you've got books and other. Uh, let's go for books. All right. So what was your number um, one book from 2023? That would be uh, Dennis C. Taylor's Earthside. Um, I, I've read a lot of books, but it's Dennis Taylor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you had another Bobaverse book released in 2023, that would have won. But I do like the Earthside. I do, too. Uh, in fact, that was my pick as well. I went back through and looked at all the books that I read this year and it was really hard not to to just clump all of Expeditionary Force together. I mean, I know they've oh. come out over a long period of time, but I mean, I consumed that I entire series. I think and we I got just, one in 2023. Though. I think we did too. So it, we would have had one, but like I read the entire, like you, I read the entire series wow. last year. And so that was a big chunk of my time. Yeah. <laughs> but even then, like, you know, uh, when we were, when we were reviewing that book, I even said like, you know, uh, my book crush is in is in this book. Like, how can I not pick her side? So, um, but yeah, so that was that was my pick as well. As I was going through, as soon as I saw that, I was like, oh no, that's it. Yeah, <laughs> end of story. So yeah, that was it. Was a quick choice for me too. Yeah, uh, Chris, what was your favorite book from twenty twenty three? 
So again, there's a lot of books and I could have, I could have been here for a while telling you all the wonderful books that I read. Um, but the one that I, I picked the one that like, I can't stop kind of forgetting about. And if anybody asked me, what would you read? I would pick this one. Mm -hmm. It's The Book of Longings by Sue Monk Kidd. And this is the historical fiction of Jesus's wife. Oh, okay. It was so good and it was so well-researched. And as somebody who grew up in the church, I felt it was just, it was just really neat. It was like, what a, what an idea because mm -hmm. it's also been theorized and, and all that kind of stuff of, did he actually have a wife and would he have had a chat, all that kind of stuff. Um, but like, it was, it was so well-researched and just beautifully written. Um, I really liked the main character. She was feisty. Um, but it, you know, just what life would be like 2000 years ago in the, you know, Jerusalem and, um, Kenya and all that kind of Alexandria and all that stuff. So anyways, but that it was just, it was, it was beautiful. And I would read it again. Cool. It was very, very good. Ray, I know you're going to say Lincoln and the Bardo. So who <laughs> wouldn't, <laughs> I was going to pick one of Jen's books. Oh, well, I, th I thought about doing that too. Something about trees. <laughs> Uh, to be honest, it was going to be Earthside, but since two of you already picked it, you can I, pick it too. No, I because I, I was him and Han because I wanted to pick this one as well. So, um, I'm gonna go with House in the Cerulean Sea. It has some of my favorite characters, yeah. I love those friggin' kids, mm -hmm. um, and and just some great interactions as well. Like the the high, the, the dude that's really high. Like the uh, and he's interacting with uh, Lucy and stuff like that. Like, and they're talking about music. Like, it was such a good story, and uh, I'm yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. So. I I did enjoy that book as well. So, thank you, Chris. Yes, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. Made up for the next book that I picked that none of you liked, so it was good. That's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right. So the last thing I have is the other category. And um, I was trying to think of, of like a, a podcast or YouTube show or whatever that kind of really stood out. And honestly, this one just kind of squeaked in right at the last second for me. Um, and that is um, Super Mario Wonder. I I love uh, uh, side-scrolling Mario games, the old style. Well, you'd say 2D, but, you know, side-scrolling Mario games. And this has got so much fun stuff in it. Um, you know, I always wonder when they pick some of the new forms for Mario, like, uh, well, how is this going to play out or whatever? And the fact that he turns into an elephant in this one, I'm just like, okay, so let's see what we got going on here. There's so much, they've packed even so much more character into just like the animations and stuff. So like when he's the elephant, like he has to kind of squeeze into the tube to get in <laughs> through it and stuff. Uh, and then he's just big and bulky and can like, you know, run through stuff and everything. Um, but play the thing that really makes it was I've, I have played it some by myself. Um, and I think Ray, you even sent me a video of this, uh, what it's, what Nintendo thinks playing multiplayer is like versus what it's actually like playing like, nope. uh, yeah. And trying to play with two 11 year olds is both the most fun and frustrating thing ever. You two just die. I'll get you to where we need to go. In some cases, yes. And then when they do die, they're trying, like, you can, like, move, kind of semi-move your character around so that they'll pop the bubble and you'll come back to life. And yeah. you're, I'm like, they're like, Dad, you're jumping out of the way. I'm like, I have to jump. I'm about to die. Like, sorry, you got to keep up. Maybe don't die. Yeah. So, 
but yeah, it was it was yeah. a lot of fun, but also very frustrating at the same time. So I look forward to continuing to play that with the boys this year. So, okay. uh, Chris, what's your favorite other thing from twenty twenty three? I picked YouTube. Okay. Um, last year, I found this uh, person's account. Her name's Caroline Winkler, and she started off as a design um, interior design account. Um, mm-hmm. and that's not her background. She tried to be an actress for like over ten years, and then was just like, "This isn't going anywhere. This is wrecking my life." Quit that. Did tech for a little bit, and then had a bit of a breakdown and needed to go back home. And anyway, so she fell into design. Um, she's just like the weirdest person and I really like it. Super quirky. Um, last year it was probably the most intentional and like purposeful year that I've had. And Mm -hmm. was like trying to find people on the internet that I could relate to and that I actually like enjoyed how authentic they were being. Um, and could like appreciate just how ridiculous they were being, but they were doing it anyway. And she's one of them. And she's um, she's got a podcast now that I, I listen to sometimes with one of her um, school friends that she had. And they're they're cute together. They're adorable. But they just they're it's nice to see somebody be themselves and a dork and really like, I don't care that you don't like this. I have enough hangups in my life. It's fine. Your opinion doesn't matter. But I'm <laughs> going to put this out anyways because somebody's going to like it. And yeah, but I do nice. like content. Very yeah. cool. Ray, what's your other um, for 2023? So I went with a game. Uh, I was a bit surprised about how much I actually enjoyed it. Um, I went with Hogwarts Legacy uh, only because um, it's probably the third most I played on, on a game last year, maybe mm-hmm. the fourth. But even though it was in the top, one of the top games that I played, uh, it was one that I did enjoy. Um, there's not a multiplayer or anything like that yet, but it, there's rumors that they might do something like that. Uh, there's a big expansion that is apparently coming for free as well. Um, and I, I don't know, it was, it was a, it's an enjoyable game. There's a lot to do if you want to, you know, explore an open world. And yeah, it's just a fun, fun world to be in. So cool. Sean, what's your other pick for 2023? Um, I went with the game as well. Um, Diablo 4. I had, it came out in 2023. Now I haven't been able to play too much over the last couple of months, but that's why it I, doesn't have helicopters. It was like <laughs> I, I miss having helicopters. At least, at least Hogwarts gets you a broom. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but um, like I, I've been playing Diablo for 20 odd years, so it's. Uh, I thought they did really well with Diablo Four. So um, yeah. That, that's my pick. Very cool. Um, so let's move on to looking to the future. We've looked back at the last year. Let's look forward to what's happening this year. Um, tell you what, uh, Chris, we'll let you go first again. So which of the four categories would you like to pick? Um, I'm just going for my list down. So movies again. All right. Movies again. So what is the most anticipated movie for 2024 you're looking forward to? I don't know if you released the picture today or yesterday, but Tim Burton released the poster for Beetlejuice. And it's oh, September. Year. September. This year. Year. Yes, I saw that picture and I was just like, like the fact that I'm aging into a Lydia Dietz Wednesday Adam hybrid. Uh, <laughs> but like, I just, it's the, it's just the quirkiest 
world. And I love that they're extending it. And it's being I'm, shot, and it was it was shot in London, England yeah. too. So I'm really hoping as well. So yeah. that is interesting. Sorry. So I'm really <laughs> hoping that um, I'm really hoping that the, it's it's just good. I I really want something that's um, campy and creepy, but not like horror creepy. Just like a little bit kind of creepy and unexpected. And um, yeah, I'm interested to see how Jenna Ortega plays their daughter and how mm -hmm. that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Beetlejuice. Yeah, I saw the the. Uh, it looks like he's holding the 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 tape from the yeah. the waiting room. I was like, that number one, the fact that they made the call back to that was genius. Yeah. Uh, and I'm just like, okay, I think someone has really taken their time and really loves this property to to write this. So at least that's what we're hoping. That's what we always hope from these legacy sequels is that. Someone who really, really loved the original is like, no, this is this is what I see has happened, and and we mm -hmm. get a good story of it. So, yeah, and it's I'm, not just a cash grab. Yeah, and that's what I'm worried about because nostalgia over the last little bit, especially during the pandemic, has been huge. So mm -hmm. I'm not. I'm hoping this isn't a reboot for a reboot's sake. I'm really hoping. Right. No, no, I was, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Uh, sorry. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> now. Well, so what I was gonna say is, I agree with you. Um, the the interesting thing is, is I think they're learning from uh, titles like Ghostbusters, where oh, we pulled on the nostalgia string and it didn't work out. And, pulled the wrong one. And then they went back to what fans actually wanted and loved, and mm -hmm. it's very successful. So mm -hmm. I I think they're getting that idea. I hope so. Like I, because I mean, there have been some that have done well. They've been done that have just done okay. Uh, I mean, Top Gun. Should not have been as awesome as it was. Oh, and that movie was, was freaking fantastic. Like it's like great. really you had a sequel to. Oh no, this was a really good sequel to Top Gun. <laughs> it's a little, it's a little ridiculous. You didn't watch it. Yes, I've seen it. I have seen it. When did you watch? I don't know, but I've watched it. I know I have because now. I've... There are sections of it that you watch because I had it on the screen, but that's about it. That whole thing over <laughs> over that one landscape and only Tom Cruise's character could do it. Nobody else could do it, so they had to bring him back. I was like, okay. <laughs> That's like every Tom Cruise movie, though. So you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but Miles Teller was the perfect cast for Bruce's son. That yeah, was it was perfect. that role. Yeah, that was. Perfect. Yeah, he he did a fantastic job. Yeah. So, yeah. all right, Ray, what movie are you looking uh, forward to the most? How can it not be Deadpool three? It, it, the me, only yeah. Marvel movie we're getting in 2020. Like, I'm just like, what? It's Deadpool three. Oh, so right. it's the only Marvel movie. Mm -hmm. There, there. It's the, um, it's the one that's going to tie up. I believe that there, it's going to tie off all the X Men Fox universe properly. Mm -hmm. and we're actually going to get to say goodbye to these characters properly now. I, I think, and. Like, how can you not be anticipating for that? And all of the jokes that they can pull now, and, and the writers are back in as well, so all the ad-libbing is allowed, like... Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. so looking forward to it. And mm. the only the only downfall that I'll say with this is it's going to kind of ruin the X-Men for when they're actually introduced into the new version of whatever they're going to be, because... You, I think you're going to fall in love with all these characters all over again. Maybe that, yeah, that I mean, that's that that is a possibility. So, yeah, 
but yeah, we'll see. It's, I mean, we've already gotten Professor X back on screen. It was kind of like, okay, maybe Logan should have been the last time, but then you watch it and you're just like, oh, it's still Professor X. Like, I love the music and everything. Yeah. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, Sean, what's your most anticipated movie? That's Deadpool 3. That was fair enough. That was hands down. It, yeah, it's like, it's, it's going to relaunch Marvel is what it's going to do. I sure hope so, because they really need something. They're cleaning house and letting Ryan Reynolds do it. And Hugh Jackman's like holding on to Ryan Reynolds' pocket. Like it's mm-hmm. it's going to be perfect. So, yeah. yeah when does that wait. come out again? It's like May. Okay. So, yeah. The first trailer comes out for the Super Bowl. Yep. Ooh. Because their entire budget. All of Marvel's budget is for one movie, so I know, right? So they might as well go oh, big. Go, yeah. yeah. Hold all the stops. Let's have fun. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, you could probably guess what my number one is going to be. Uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, I cannot wait. I, I'm holding up a poster for Ghostbusters: Frozen Empire right now. Um, <laughs> obviously, this is my most anticipated movie. Uh, this movie just looks the. We thought we were going to get a trailer during the Super Bowl. We not got we got not only one we got two trailers dropped earlier this week. Um, they're both very different in tone, and they both look freaking awesome. I cannot wait for this movie. Uh, they have said they they pulled quite a few. You know, it's kind of like when they were redoing Star Wars. I think they were like, we have to tie up the original story, and that's what they did in Afterlife. And so we're continuing on. And both Gil and Jason have said. Um, we are very much pulling stuff from uh, real Ghostbusters. So, like the the main the main bad guy, the right back there, floating back there, uh, Garaka, uh, seems very much like a real Ghostbusters type villain. And I'm just like, I'm so down for this. Uh, they've already talked about if it does well, they're talking about expanding out maybe to other locations uh, and just and getting that kind of you know, it's like monster of the week, but like. Let's 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 come up with some more big bads to, and not just keep you know going back through. Even though we do see some character, some ghost characters from the previous movie show back up, but I mean, I, I'm fine with that too. As long as they're not the majority of the movie, I, I'm good. Um, we've got some new equipment that's coming out. Everyone's excited about. Uh, so yeah, we're just we're just super excited for this movie. And like I said, that's that was that was hand, like I didn't have to think about that. I was like, oh, obviously Ghostbusters, and that one comes out in less than two months. So. Getting excited for it. All right, Ray, which uh, which category would you like to go with next? Um, well, I'm going to continue on the tradition of going to TV then. Okay. So what's the most anticipated TV show? I have one written down as a backup just in case, but because I'm going first, I know it's coming out this year, Stranger Things, final season. I am... Yes. To see how they wrap this mm-hmm. up, like the the nostalgia that it brings up, as well as the storyline that they have, all the characters that, I, that are fantastic. The acting is great. I'm really curious how they're going to wrap this all up. So I hope they do justice. There's some question marks from the last season that need to be answered. Yes, <laughs> there are. 
I want happy endings, however. Only happy endings. <laughs> Hopefully so. Only endings that I'm going to accept. Just happy. Everybody lives happily fucking ever after. Yeah. I, I, I don't think you're going to enjoy it then. Yeah, I have a feeling there's going to be at least a couple of deaths. So. I have a feeling I might have to watch it first. Or, uh... No, I'll watch it. I'm just thinking about it as it's happening. Yes, and then she'll never watch it again, and I'll, no. I'll watch it all the time. So, <laughs> so yeah, that'll be, that'll be the other. Yeah, that was my number. That was my number two. That was a that was that was my that was a close number two. So, Sean, what's the most anticipated uh, TV show for you in twenty twenty four? It'll be Discovery season five. It's nice. the final season for Star Trek. So, I, oh okay, um, I didn't realize that. Yeah, they're they're kind of cleaning house on the Star Trek series. I think Strange New Worlds and uh, Lower yeah. Decks were the only ones that squeaked through. Um, but they knew they had planned for this. So okay. there won't be any loose ends or anything like that. Um, well, that's good at so least. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, Discovery's been hit or miss for me, mm -hmm. but it gave gave a strange new world. So I'm not going to complain too much about it. Um, nice. But, uh, no, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing how they kind of wrap things up. So Very cool. Um, mine, I was anticipating when Netflix first announced it. And then when they dropped the full trailer, was it last week? Uh, I don't think it was earlier this week. I think it was last. It had been last week. Um, I just lost my damn mind. Uh, Avatar, the last airbender. Uh, mm -hmm. It's done by the original people who did the original show. Um, I'm super excited for it. I've, I've, I've had conversations with a couple other friends and like my, my buddy Travis is like, yes, but like, he's also very much. Why do we remake stuff unless there's a different story or a different take on it? And I get that. Uh, that's one reason why I did like, uh, I almost put um, Scott Pilgrim Takes Off as one of my favorite shows because it did a fantastic job. It is a completely different story. Uh, same basic premise, but we get a different story out of it. Uh, so it did have something to say. The They look like they are very much copying the beats of the original show for this one. Um, but that being said, uh, I, and I don't normally watch the the like you know uh, the actors react to the trailer type thing, but I did for this one, and the kids even said the four main kids even said they're like yeah they said you know we had to rework a lot of the stuff just because a lot of the humor was more so for younger kids and it was because it was animated it was you know they could do like you know the the anime like big eyes and stuff mm -hmm. like that and they're like we can't do that so we had to figure out another way we we can they the uh the the humor and so the humor is a little more grown up and i i have i know people i have talked to i'm just like you don't understand this series is so fantastic like it it teaches kids you know dealing with you know family and friends and um just just i mean anything you can think of it's so wonderfully done but i understand it is a cartoon it was originally based for kids so you might the the humor may be too kitty for you and you can't get around it i'm hoping that this is going to be a little bit more grown up but keep all of the base stuff that's there so i can say okay if you you can't do the animation cool go watch this one and completely enjoy it with your family and absolutely love all the characters um but yeah so it's it, it looks fantastic it looks like they finally actually got the story right we don't talk about that M Night Shyamalan garbage version <laughs> that came out. Um, yeah, it oh, was so bad. Um, it had none of the heart that 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 show had, and this looks like they they got it. So uh, I'm super excited for that. In fact, it comes out here not too long from now. 
so I have to check that out. So, all right, uh, Chris, what's your TV show for 2024? You're looking forward to Bridgerton. Oh, okay. Uh, Bridgerton. So it comes out. They're doing it in two chunks. So there's the first half in May, and then they're doing the second half in June. Um, it was supposed to come out in March, but then with strikes and everything, it got pushed back. Um, and this is the third season of Bridgerton because Queen Charlotte was a spinoff separate thing. Uh, and this one follows Colin, who is the third Bridgerton um, and Penelope um, Featherington. Mm-hmm. And they are a, they've been friends, like lifelong friends because their families live in the same sort of Richie cul-de-sac in Lon- uh, London. And yeah, she's one, she's a wallflower. And uh, spoiler, she's also um, Lady Whistledown, but nobody knows uh, except for one person. Um, so that'll probably all get revealed in the season two. And so I'm excited to see Penelope. And Penelope's one of those characters who's, she's a wallflower. She's also not the um, classic beauty. Mm-hmm. She's, she's shorter. She's quieter. She's not um, stereotypically what Hollywood would go for. She's, you know, she's a voluptuous lady mm-hmm. and Colin is, you know, he's the third son and he's been traveling and all this kind of stuff. So, yeah, I just think it's cute that he's seeing her in a brand new light. It's adorable. Also, I'm really hoping it's not Richie. <laughs> and I tried to watch in the first season. I'm like, I can't. because This, this character is supposed to be 16. I cannot. Mm-hmm. And then the second season was was better. But this one, I'm hoping, is sweet. Yeah, I walked in on Christy watching the first season a couple of times, and I was just oh, like, "Oh, dude, yeah, like okay." <laughs> listen, that's how I got into Game of Thrones. I hey, listen, out. I mean, oh yeah, yeah, like especially that first season was just like, "What are you watching?" Like, I know we told Quinn because we're like, we love Game of Thrones. We but, can't like, watch. It we can't you. watch with you, and like the first three seasons are raunchy. Like they are raunchy. So just like, yeah. don't tell me you're watching it. Yeah, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to see no. it. Just go but, watch it. But the I, the yeah. whole overarching idea of the show you would like. But yeah, it, and then it's less raunchy after. But yeah. the ending is terrible. But still. <laughs> to watch, yeah. To yeah watch. Once a lot of the characters are like, all right, hey, listen, everyone knows me. I'm not going to show my boobs. Okay? Just not happening this season. Deal with it. <laughs> it's just fine. But like, yeah, yeah. Like it was like, that was a lot in Game of Thrones. It was like, oh, yeah. Slapping oh, in the face all the that time. That first season, yeah. never forget where they're Pulling back through the the, the 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 guys watching people have sex and it's like through a keyhole and then he's got stuff going on with him and then it pulls back again. I'm just like, what? Like, <laughs> like that was such a crazy shot. I'm just like, okay, what am I watching? And of yeah. course, I think Christy walked in about that time. She's like, what are you watching? So <laughs> it's a show, I swear. Yeah, <laughs> he did that when I was watching Outlander. I forget which episode he was like. What are you watching? I'm like, it's outlandish. You know what scene was? Yeah, it was not the great scene. I didn't like actually. I it was not a good scene. It was so. not a good scene. No, okay. it, it was in the book, and I was wondering how they're going to portray it. But he walked and in on did. that scene, and it was just like, what are you watching? I'm like, I can't, I can't watch this. All right, Sean, you uh, you have books and other again. Uh, we'll go books. All right, All right. another Dennis E. Taylor. Book five, the Bobaverse. Not till yes. not till we. What is it called? Not till we are lost. I think yes, that's what it's called. Okay, but because yeah, not until September, four, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It got pushed and from Audible by the sounds of it. Mm-hmm. 
But, um, oh, yeah, book four. Like, I wasn't a huge fan of book four because they were kind of restarting, like, setting up again, which I get. But by the end of it, it's like, man, they're setting up a lot of stuff here. So yes, yeah, I'm are. really looking forward to book five. The Quinlans were just annoying, but it was the, the side stories, what was going on in the Bobiverse, like the, the moot that were more interesting. Uh, yeah, so, I totally agree with that 100%. The first time I read the book, I thought this was okay. And then I've reread it several times since. And every time I do, I, I like it more and more. But you're right. The, the stuff going on with the Quinlans was interesting. But the fractures in the Bobiverse and yes. the unanswered questions, like what caused Starfleet to go so far off? Like the fact yeah. that it even says we've talked to some of those guys and like they don't, they don't they talk didn't... about it. It's like, okay, then tell me what, what happened. Yeah. So, so yeah, I can't wait for that. Um, definitely probably going to be a, a reread before that September comes out. I'll just do all. I'm sure I can, I can, I can squeeze those four books in again sometime during the. Summer, Unless so. I'm doing the expeditionary force again, we'll see. Oh, well, good luck with that, dude. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, yeah, obviously that is my pick as well. Like, it's hard for me. Unless it's a sequel or unless I know the specific author. So like, for example, like yeah. if I were going to look up, you know, books coming out this year, I'd have to look for a specific series that I like, which is what I did, or I'd have to look up specific authors. So if it'd be like uh, Daniel Suarez has a new book coming out, I'd be like, all right, I'd yeah. probably, that would probably be top of my list. Uh, Stephen King's got a new book coming out. All right. That might be at the top of my list, but yeah, Bobaverse done. Like still one of my yeah. all time favorite series ever. So uh, Chris, what's a book you're looking forward to in 2024? This was hard. Because it is hard. There's a few. One's already come out. Uh, one is coming out this month. And then another one's not coming out till later. And I can't remember when. Um, but I picked um, Ruthless Vows by Rebecca Ross, which is a sequel to Divine Rivals, which was the one that had the best love scene I'd ever read. I'd read it twice. Um, apparently this is slower pace, um, which I, I don't know how much slower it can get because the first one was kind of slow. Um, but I am, I am looking forward to it. I really like the characters that she's created. Not so much the, the, I guess the paranormal fantasy part of it all. I really don't mm -hmm. care about that, but, um, that's cause it's not, it's pretty, um, low fantasy. I would call it like really secondary barely a thought it's just a reason why these characters are together okay. um, and i really liked it um but i really like the dynamic between the two main characters i'm really hoping for a lot of that and i don't want to know the stupid brother I don't care about the stupid brother so i hope he's not in this <laughs> yeah ray what's your, what book are you looking forward to so i saw some writing about ishmael and really something is in the works unfortunately it's not coming out this year so that doesn't count yeah. but the fact that we're getting be, more ishmael is interesting that would be nice i thought that'd be nice uh then i saw the, that there's a bit of an update with the shackleford house and the the book that he was writing about the wizard's cat mm -hmm. has failed him and so he's back in the drawing board on where he's going to take that story. Aww. So with that disappointment, I'm going to go with an exciting thing, which is Somewhere Beyond the Sea, book two of House in the Cerulean Seas coming out this year. Oh, I didn't know oh. they were doing I thought he was just doing one-offs. 
Nope. So we had book two coming this year, and I can see what the new kids are going to be like. I will definitely read that. I enjoyed the first one. I will definitely read that one. Yeah. So that's where uh, that's the one I'm very excited. Well, that's exciting. It's sad to hear about the wizard's cat, though. No. Yeah, he he said the 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 story he was coming up with failed in spectacular fashion, and like any good cat, it the story will come on its own. So (laughs) fair enough. I mean, so yeah. I mean, Stephen King. The way Stephen King describes writing, he's like, I just the story comes to me and I just tell it. Like I just I'm my my job is to put it down on paper. Mm-hmm. And yep. if the story doesn't come, the story doesn't come. So, yep. yeah. All right. Um, do we go through everyone's books? Yeah. 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 Okay. So uh, I have other, and oddly enough, I don't have anything here. I could not think of anything really in particular. There were no, I looked at games that are coming out. Um, and honestly, I, I I've thought about it and, with the new move coming up, I think it would technically be something old for me, but I'm sure there would be new episodes as well. But I think I'm really going to be leaning on two YouTube channels in particular, and that is uh, Woodworking for Mere Mortals. And because I have a feeling I may be paying for his class on like setting up uh, a wood shop for less than a thousand dollars. Uh, because I don't think I would, I don't need a full wood shop, but I mean, definitely he has some ideas there. And then the other one is, um, um, uh, is it make something? Yeah, it's make something, uh, with, um, David, uh, with David and, um, it, he literally is setting up a second shop using nothing but like, I think they're wind tools mm-hmm. and W E N. And he was like, I'm not, he, of course his saying is I ain't mad at it. Um, and just kind of getting like, I'm going to be in the position I'm going to be collecting tools. Now, granted, I am going to like look on Facebook and stuff like that, but I'm going to be setting up a shop this year here pretty quick. And I'm super excited about it. And I'm already like, okay, I know there are certain tools I need to have. Uh, what's the best way I can get a decent one at, and it's not going to break the bank. And I think those two channels in particular, I'm going to be leaving, leaning on heavily, both okay. the older stuff they've done and then the stuff they're talking about now. Cause both of them have talked about, Hey, I've done a shop redo, uh, kind of changed my theory up or whatever. And it's, it's been interesting to watch. So, uh, so the one thing that I've seen a lot of people doing, and I'm kind of agreeing with them right now, uh, that instead of a table saw, mm-hmm. a lot of people are using a, uh, um, what you call it? Um, a bandsaw. Okay. Instead. Yeah. And and mm. it's it's just interesting that they're using the bandsaw for a lot of the different cuts because it's more versatile than what a table saw can be. Yeah. However, all the sleds that you can build and all the things that you can build with a table saw with dado blades and all the other stuff, that's a benefit as well. So yeah, mm-hmm. I would like a table saw, but like I said, of all the tools, it's for what I'm planning on doing because I am really focusing on. Uh, making things that are small props. So I'm not going to be building yeah. bigger wood things or whatever. Will I get to that point? Who knows? I, believe me, I've already started thinking like Christy and I are looking at, you know, trying to get maybe some new furniture pieces here and there. And it's already crossed my mind. I'm like, I don't want to commit to anything yet, but like, who knows? It may be, what if we just went with something cheap right now? And then when I get a little better, maybe I can make this piece of furniture. Mm-hmm. So, uh, cause I've been watching plenty of stuff and I'm just like, I think I could do that. I think with, I think if I take my time, I can do that. Um, so yeah, that was those were my picks. So, Chris, I plan. A, oh, I got a on. planer that I'm just 
can't wait to use because I nice. want to build all my like desks in the command cave and all that. Uh -huh. I want to do that myself. Uh huh. So yeah, oh, yeah. It's so still sealed up in plastic. I'm like, I want to use it so bad. I so <laughs> I have uh the the desk that I'm using is from IKEA. It's 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 a it's a fine desk. It's okay. It's very simple. It's basically just like a, a frosted glass that has a metal rim around it, and then it's got four metal four aluminum legs, and it's fine. Do I really need this big a desk? Since I'm not going to be working on it in my new house, do I need this desk to be this big? And I'm kind of thinking, no, not really. So I was halfway thinking about getting rid of it. The other thing I've been thinking about is I definitely want to do some model railroading. And I've thought about what if I built it into the desk? I could have it come down as a top. So I have surface to work on if I need to. But then I also have, you know, a train, train set in there that I can, you know, mess around with if I want to. And so, yeah, those are the ideas that, like, you're talking about building the desk and stuff for the man cave. I'm right there with you, Sean. Like, I'm already, <laughs> the gears are already turning on some of this stuff. So, Chris, what uh, what other thing are you looking forward to uh, in 2024? So, I picked uh, YouTube again, and there is this uh, account I follow. Her name's Alexandra Gator, and she is an interior decorator. Um, and I've been following her for a few years now, and it's been interesting to see her evolution. Mm-hmm grown her team she's got like eight or nine people working for her um and she's a full-time carpenter who has a huge shop that they rent out in the building that they're in and stuff um i just she puts out videos most saturdays um but she, i just love her business model she they're she's based in toronto um she is very internet savvy. She used to work in publication. She used to work mm -hmm. for a Canadian magazine called Chatelaine. Um, and then now has parlayed that experience in publication to getting brand deals and marketing. So what she does is she does these call outs and she'll explain, this is what uh, like the room we're looking for. This is where you have to be. She only does the GTA, the greater Toronto area. Um, this is the type of design that we're looking to do. And she'll put up little examples. Um, and this is sort of the time frame in which it has to be available for. And she does, she gets, and so these people win essentially these makeovers and it's really cool. And she does all these, like the furniture's free because it's all been donated essentially because she puts it on camera and she talks about it. She's got some really great exclusive stuff with companies. Um, and yeah, and she does custom pieces too with her carpenter. And I just, it's really neat. It's all small spaces, all small spaces. A lot of it's renter friendly, mm -hmm. uh, which is really cool. Um, yeah, I just really, I love her chemistry with her team, her and her carpenter, but um, his name's Graham and they're called Sniff One and Sniff Two because they sniff everything. Glue. Okay. Whatever. They just, it's like this weird thing that they do and they sniff it. Um, but they're, I don't know. That's weird. <laughs> they just, just yeah. how comfortable they all are with each other, and it's it's really cool and it's nice, and I like watching her. Nice. So I'm looking forward to what she uh, what she does this year, and I'm really hoping for some big stuff for her. Cool. Yeah. Ray, what's your other pick? Uh, I'm gonna go with a game again. Uh, I looked this one up. It's coming out later this year. Um, I'm hoping that they take feedback from the. From their fans, so that it's not a first point, uh, first person point of view. <laughs> okay, uh, knows that I hate first point, uh, first person. Uh, but it's Indiana Jones. There's oh, okay. This game coming out. It's called uh, yeah, Indiana Jones and the Great Circle. 
Yeah, um, it's it's a story about when he's you know in the, um, younger years, not uh, like the movies or anything. <laughs> but, um, I don't know. It looks like a really interesting game. It's definitely gonna be a puzzle base. Uh, you're likely flying around and stuff like that. I'd be in. I'm just hoping that they make it a third person option. Right. So if not, I'll have to get it on computer and mm -hmm. wait for them to make a uh, a mod where it is third person. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. I was gonna say for that type of genre, you would third person kind of makes really makes more sense. Like I'm thinking yeah. Tomb Raider, um exactly Prince uh, of Persia, that Prince kind of, of Persia, yeah. uh um it's a platformer, right? Like it's a puzzle platformer. Yeah. I'm a little surprised that they went first person, and that's been the big feedback from the entire community that's behind this. They're like, We're excited, we're disappointed that you went first person. Yeah. So I'm hoping at least they just put an option in there to make it third person, but we'll see. Yep. We'll see. Uh, Sean, what's your other pick? I'm really hoping it comes out this year. There's a chance. Uh, Fable four. Um, okay. I love the other Fable games. Uh, mm -hmm. had so much fun playing them. Uh, I'm finding, I haven't been playing as much game. Well, it's been definitely going down over the last couple of years, but mm -hmm. I do make time specifically for like the, the epic ones. Um, Mass Effect was like that. Fable was like that. Um, so yeah, Fable 4. And it, it's funny because I'll like, I'll talk to other gamers and I'm like, oh, do you remember Fable? And then within 10 seconds, it's like, well, how many wives did you have? Because... <laughs> <laughs> like it's just then it's like yeah yeah quite a few did they ever meet oh once it was really horrible kind of thing but <laughs> uh, i know deb used to love watching me play it and she's like oh yeah is that the wife from that town or is it from this town over here like she just she had a ball watching me play too like that's hilarious it's not like i intentionally went and got married several times it just kind of happened <laughs> that's funny but anyway the gameplay is like even the old games were kind of rudimentary but the story was so good and it was so open mm -hmm. and it kind of set like how you could change your character like you could become evil or you could become good it was one of the first games to do that mm -hmm. so um the the trailer for it so there is a, a trailer got released for fable 4 I guess it would have been earlier this year. And it was, um, oh, what's his name? He played Beast in the newer X-Men. Uh, oh, uh, oh Holt. Holt. Holt, yeah, Holt. Nicholas Holt. Yeah. Nicholas Holt plays like the giant in it. Oh, cool. Uh, the, the trailer was just phenomenal. So, yeah, I just can't wait for it. But like any game release dates are very fluid so yep we'll see and it seems like every other day we're hearing about different gaming companies uh laying yeah. off a, a large portion of people so yeah it's 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 kind of i know games are you know super popular they make more money than hollywood combined in some cases and yet it's like hey we got the new game out by the way we're laying off a third of the staff and it's just like yeah what yeah. so <clears throat> yeah well, the other thing, too, is like you look at Diablo 4 right now. Uh, what was it, two weeks ago, Sean, that the, that the, the season? season 
a week yeah, ago? Two weeks, or not even two weeks, like last it, week. Yeah, it was the last week that they released a new season, and it was a an eight, just over eight gig uh, download to update it. Damn. And then today they released another update, and it's over. It's 10. over ten. <laughs> like what? It's your yeah, massive what? updates. Like yeah, damn. Anyway. But they've also released, like, they've also released how many people in the different? Well, so, yeah, yeah. It, it's crazy. So that's uh, crazy. Hmm. I'm kind of worried. That's the field my son's going into. <laughs> like, oh, no. Yeah, it's Quinn, Quinn wants to Quinn look wants into that. Too, so, yeah. yeah so. Of course, we'll the thing see. about that is, is you know, uh, I'm sure you know as they're getting let, you know, some of these people are getting let go from some of these bigger gaming studios. They're also like, "Fuck it, we'll, we're going to do our own thing." And yeah. the market, this, it's never been a better place now to be able to, to create an indie game. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But also, I'm sure some of the little, you know, some of the smaller houses that maybe are, uh, you know, haven't been gobbled up yet are just like, "Yes, we're looking for people. We know y'all are good people. We'll hire you right now." Like, yeah. yeah. So. Because you yeah. got, you know, I, I understand, you know, they've got a bottom line they have to look at. But if you're a smaller indie group, like I'd be constantly, be like, constantly be like, hey, we're looking for people, and we're, <laughs> you know, we're a little group. You know, if you want to make a difference and and, and yeah. actually have an impact on the game, yeah, come on over. We're here we're listening. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So. Well, all right, ladies and gentlemen, that is our show for the week or uh, for the month. Uh, let's go ahead and move on to our picks and or pans. Would anyone like to go first? Sure. All right, Ray, what's your pick and or pan? Uh, so first pick is I did do uh, life drawing last night, my first class I ever did, which was very, uh, it, it was an opportunity to grow as an artist, and uh, I'm trying to come to terms with that title. It's not there yet, but anyway. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, so anyway, um, yeah, I'm just, uh, it was really uh, an interesting time to be able to do um, some quick drawings uh there were times where so with a life uh with a model and, and you're doing the life um drawings they do like 30 second poses and you have to do like drawings after 30 seconds and then it's like one minute and then they do some five minute poses and then it's like seven minute poses and then um uh, we ended with uh, a 20 minute pose at the end and uh so like, there was a 10 minute and 20 minute or something like that so um yeah, it was it was a lot to learn off the top of like holy shit, thirty seconds is really quick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so especially when you're trying to draw. So, uh, it, but I think I got into a little bit of a flow by the end of it, and then uh, the sessions are going to stop for a little while, and then they're, they're looking at picking it up back in the spring. So, um, yeah, I'm, it was it was a lot of fun. And then the other pick is I got a new job. Yay! And, uh, yeah, I. Uh, I start next week. It's uh, a week from now that uh, I'm going to start in a new position. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be fun and interesting. And I'm going to probably be drinking from the fire hose for a little bit on how to learn how to do some stuff. But that's okay. <laughs> Figure it out. So the drawing, was this uh, virtual or was this in person? In person. Nice. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. There's a tattoo studio in town that uh, that hosts it. So. Oh, that's interesting. That's really cool. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. Nice. Uh, Chris, you want to go next? Sure. Um, we have an adult child now. <laughs> Logan, so she moves out tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Just all the dad jokes from, from 
this guy over here. Oh, I'm, I'm there too. Like the boys, I'm, boys, what have I told you? When you're 18, you're out. I'm like, you know, that's not real, but yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but, I, yeah. So yeah. that was pretty surreal. I mean, Sean's already been there for a whole year and is about to have a kid who can legally drink very soon. Um, but, but yeah, it's just, it happens so fast and yeah. it's just the weirdest thing ever like everybody's like the when they were little everybody's like oh enjoy it and you're like they sneezed in my mouth i'm not enjoying this right now like, <laughs> yeah out, touched out and everything like that and then i'm their snot rag i'm there they literally yeah. used yeah. as a snot rag and have coughed in my mouth um but it's it is the truest thing it goes by so fast and she's 18 and it's amazing but it went by really fast. And this is the first time in their life where I'm like, not so fast. <laughs> and I don't, it's not working. So, <laughs> uh, and there's, there's a friend of mine, uh, um, she's about to have her second. And so she's like, just getting into the stages of all mm -hmm. of that. Mm -hmm. and, and so when I was talking to her about, uh, about it, cause she's like, what's that like with an 18 year old? I'm like, all I'm going to say is every stage has been my new favorite. I yeah. have enjoyed every new stage of being a parent and uh, it, it, every one of them has been my new favorite part. So mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, both for both of us, everything. I don't long for the toddler day. I don't long, don't no, get no. me wrong. I don't no. long for any of that. No. My cousins are having babies now and they bring them over and I'm like, Oh, they're cute. That's adorable. Do you want to hold them? No, they pooped. They're I'm yours. Good. Yeah. I, no, I, I, I get that. Like I, I look back, Facebook does videos and, and pictures yeah. and stuff from, when they're little and you're just like, oh, they were so Aww. cute. I do miss that. But I like being able to crack yeah. jokes and watch movies yeah. and, and have actual conversations with, with people, with, you know, with them. And it just, yeah, because yeah. they're getting in, you know, they're, they're fully formed people. Yeah. yeah. So it's, just, it's really cool that, you know, she's 18 and it's, I just think it's awesome. And then my pan is we went to Jamaica over Christmas and then when we got back, what I thought was allergies was not allergies. And we've spent half of January being sick and trying to get better. So oh, that sucks. The last like week, two weeks have just been trying to get back to just trying to. Yeah, I still have a back. lingering cough. Yeah. Like it's, and yeah. yeah, both him and Logan still do. And it wasn't COVID. No, it wasn't COVID. We tested it. It wasn't COVID. But it was just like, you know, here, relaxing vacation. Boom! You're sick. Fuck you. And then, uh, yeah, that's speaking of toddlers, that's where we got it. That's yeah. kind of, we got it. We got it from from uh, our nephew who's two and a half. Um, but yeah, so that kind of sucked because it was like you know you get home and you're like okay, so now it's the new year. You sort of not ramp up, but you're like got a week left of the kids' vacation. Let's get some things done. And no, just I spent four days in bed, and then they he got sick. Quinn got sick. Logan was like, she's sick for yeah. her birthday. Yep. Um, which kind of sucks, but that was not fun getting sick in just like two weeks of just not. That does suck. Yeah. So that the last two weeks have been a lot better. I feel like we've gotten back sort of back into yeah, the yeah. of things. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Uh, Sean, what's your pick and or pan? Um, couple picks. First one, I got a new phone. Which oh, okay. iPhone 15 Pro is quite a step up from uh, iPhone SE. Wow. So, yeah. But the the pan that goes with that though is I missed the home button. I, I You'll get used to how it. Use the damn thing yet. 
Yeah, but, it, uh, it took a little while to get used to that, but I did finally get used to it. So I just, no. I'm finding I, I'm liking photography more and more. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to get myself a better phone and play around with it a little bit more. So, but uh, check yeah. into some of the photography apps. Apparently, there are some apps that can tap into some of the features better than yeah. the, the built in one. Um, I can ask some of the. I can ask Bev if I think about it. Um, but yeah, there's one in particular that uh, lets you get really, really detailed in there. So if you're really getting into photography, that would be the way to go. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, like I haven't. I just got it a couple of days ago. I haven't really played with it too, too much yet. But uh, um, then my other pick is I. I'm supposed to have a my big guys weekend this weekend. Um, it's it's been like a couple of years since mm-hmm. like these are my two best men from my wedding and my MC from my wedding. Like I grew up with the guys and unfortunately I'm down to only one of them coming. Oh no. <laughs> uh, just death in a family and the other one just mm-hmm. obligations and stuff like that. So we can tell we're getting a little older for these things. Cause like we're like, talking about like he's like well do you want me to bring some work clothes we can do some stuff around the house (laughs) like every every time we do it more and more alcohol goes home with everyone um yeah i i'm on medication now that i i'm not hungry i like the other vice was like oh let's eat a lot of junk food i'm like i have an apple yeah like bedtime's gonna be like eight Eight thirty. <laughs> so you are I did, I know. Uh, I booked us to go bowling tomorrow night. So at least it's their drinking league tomorrow night. So maybe we can hook up with them. Maybe because I can stay at home. We'll see. Bowling seems to be my vice for all the good stuff. So maybe we'll do that. But now is it the bowling? That- well, I'm usually like I have to stagger to get there usually. Well, yeah. But- <laughs> Because you're throwing the bowl, bowling ball in the air and, and let, waiting to see if it's going to land on your head? Is that what the... No, no, no. But I am thinking I might start trying to do some, like, between the leg throws. Okay. That works. That's yeah. what I... <laughs> oh, I know. But I never want to practice it on my own league night. Right. I don't want to screw up my scores too bad. Yeah. But, like, we're just renting a lane. Like, shit, let's try that. So, yeah. this should be pretty good. <laughs> Christy if I can just, master it, then I'm going to do it on league night. It, that will be hilarious. <laughs> Christian, I just finished rewatching uh, Parks and Rec, and there's that episode where they're they're going bowling, With Tom. and Tom yeah. just throwing it and keeps getting strikes. And then at the yeah. end of the episode, um, what's his name? Ron just does it, and then scores a 300 when they come over to him. They're like, <laughs> "Wow, we need to." But he's like, "Don't talk to me. This yeah. never happened. You never saw me." <laughs> But it works. That's the thing. Like if you do, it does. It works. That's the thing that drives yeah. me insane about bowling is you can get really, really good and get really technical and be really awesome, and then some young punk can get up there and just throw the ball as hard as he can and still get a lot of pin play and and still do fairly well. It's just like it's whatever. It's funny here because I I play Tuesday night in a league and mm-hmm. I just go for fun. It's right, and it's also it's five pin. It's not ten pin. Oh, okay. So it's a little easier on my shoulders and stuff like that. <laughs> but um, yeah, there's a lot of people that are like, like analyzing each throw and yeah, they'll like knock down a few pins and like get all pissed off and all that. And I'm like, 
laced. I can like it's easier for me because I see ten pins usually, like double vision. Um, like barely can stand, and I like get a strike, and I just and then as soon as I do that, I look for those people. I'm like, did you see that? Did you see that? Yeah, I wouldn't even try it. I did that. I thought for sure you were gonna tell me. I see ten pins, and then you go, I've got two balls, one for each of you. Uh, nah. Uh, the hardest thing for me going is like not doing it overhand. <laughs> That's the thing with five pin. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. That would be yeah. bad. Or juggling the balls. It's <laughs> so, yeah. But, My uh, uh, when I was in public school, we went we went and played five pin, uh, and we figured out how to do the spin. So our whole goal was to uh, spin yeah. as close to the gutter as you could and have it curve and then back. come back. And that's I, still my favorite thing to do. I, I had a I don't even that, try that. I had a friend in high school. His dad apparently was a semi-pro, so he spent a lot of time at the at the bowling alley. And that's like we went bowling one night, and he you know doesn't use the finger holes. He palms it, and he starts all the way on the left hand side. And when he throws it, it goes all the way to the right, and she's like it's leaning over into the gutter, and it doesn't. And then right there in the pocket, like he was he was damn good at it. Yeah. So and I was like, "How did you get that good?" He goes, "Dude, I, you can't. I can't tell you how much how much of my life I've spent at a bowling alley." <laughs> so, but no, he's like, but you pick "Yeah, up. those are those are my picks and pans." Nice. I've got two picks. Uh, the first one is um, I got to go meet a guy. <laughs> yes, you did. Yeah. Uh, uh, so, yes. No, just that was a nobody. I know, right? Um. Well, I, I should apparently look, have looked better because apparently I look stupid. But uh, <laughs> so um, we got a call on uh, before the uh, last year, at the end of last year, that there's this group called Project Binkman. They work with the Chive and they have the rights to use Bill Murray's uh, likeness for pretty much all social media and all kind of events and shirts and everything else. <clears throat> anyway, uh, they do these events with Bill every so often and they were having one in what's called Star Hill Ranch. It's basically right out of Austin and it's they've literally bought these little um, buildings and houses and stuff. And it lines this, this little street and it literally looks like a little town, like a little old Western town. And uh, they have filmed at least one season of, I can't remember if it was the walking dead proper or one of the spinoffs, uh, but they filmed an entire season there. They have filmed uh, multiple cooking shows wow. there. Like there's these barbecue cook-off things they've done there before. And uh, anyway, so it, it, it's a really cool place. Um, you can also have weddings there. It would be a fantastic wedding venue as long as it's not too hot or raining or whatever. Uh, but anyway, so they basically said, hey, yeah, we're going to do this event and tickets are $900. But you can have a code to knock off like $400. And we're still like, thanks, that's awesome. There's no way I can pay $500. For the chance, not even the the uh, uh, guarantee to meet Bill Murray. Yeah. So I was like, well, that's that's not going to happen. <clears throat> anyway, after the new year, they posted another thing. And they're like, hey, yeah, you know, we're still doing the event. It's going to be awesome. Um, you know, you can still buy tickets. We're going to have axe throwing and basketball. We're going to have an Ecto-1 there. And so I wrote them back. I was like, hey, do y'all want to need any Ghostbusters to go with that Ecto-1 to take pictures? And they wrote me back and I got on the phone and said, yeah, we've got, we, we can have some of y'all out there. So we got some free tickets. So I got to do that last Friday night. And so sure enough, we get there at five to set up. We start taking pictures at about five 30 till seven o'clock. They told us, Hey, everyone's here. Go put your stuff away. Have a good time. So all the food is free. 
all the alcohol is free. Like it's it's like of course if you're paying nine hundred dollars, it better be free. Yeah. Um, but anyway, the man shows up and he's walking around just just doing what he wants to do. Like literally, he's throwing an axe and he's going from room to room. And he's looking out, and so we were like, okay, he's coming down the street. What if we duck in here? So we ducked into the room. Uh, we ducked into the uh, the place that had the whiskey tasting, and we all kind of belly up to the bar. It's me and two of the other uh, Austin groups, and then one of the one of the San Antonio group. We gave him a ticket as well, and um, the man walks in, and there's a bunch of people around him, and I'm wearing this hat. I uh, if, if you go to my Instagram, you can see this hat I've started wearing. It's it looks like dripping slime. It's made out of foam. It looks like dripping slime. Uh, it was funny. It's a hat that Nickelodeon gave away like at a football game or baseball game several years ago. They never actually sold the things. They just gave them away as a promotional thing. And uh, I, I got to wear one from one of the San Antonio group. I was like, man, this is really cool. Like that's all everyone noticed about me. I have full Ghostbuster gear on. All, all everyone knows this is the hat. So Christy bought, one, bought me one for Christmas or Maybe, no, bought me one for my birthday. So I'm wearing the slime hat because we're trying to do everything we can to make sure we get noticed. The man walks in. He's talking to some people. He looks directly at me, stops. I think I said something like, oh, he got me, you know, he got me too or something like that. And he just starts kind of giggling and he goes, you look so stupid and just starts laughing. And so does everyone else. And when I told Christy that, she's like, is that a good thing? I'm like, yes, I made Bill Murray laugh. <laughs> like, <laughs> And then he's like right here in front of me, and and they do some whiskey tasting or whatever, and then he goes on, and he goes on and does several other things throughout the evening or whatever. But it was super chill. Like we've You've probably all heard stories about Bill Murray either. Like there's the famous story of someone trying to get a picture of him, like, at a restaurant or something while he's trying to eat and he grabs the phone and literally tosses it off the building. Um, and then there's the famous story of him like walking through a restaurant and walks over and grabs a French fry off someone's plate and says, no one will ever believe you and just yeah. eats it and walks off that like <laughs> there's a wide range of Bill Murray, but he was super chill and people would come up and we're can I get a picture? And he's like, yeah, absolutely. So it was right near the end of the night and we grabbed him real quick and I got a selfie with Bill Murray. Um, which is insane because now that I've, I've now met the three remaining original Ghostbusters. So, uh, which was just yeah. insane. Uh, so that was, that was my first pick. Uh, my second pick actually dropped today. Uh, by the time this episode comes out, it will still be an active thing. <clears throat> if you would please go to the Austin Ghostbusters Facebook page, you will see a post that says to click on this picture. It's going to take you to a album for the Buff Buffalo Ghostbusters. And it will allow you to like the picture. And so what's happening is, is the Buffalo Ghostbusters before Christmas put together this thing. They always do a thing for Ghostbusters Day at the at the firehouse, at the actual firehouse. And this year they uh, requested all of the franchises that wanted to submit their logo. And they're going to create a deck of playing cards. And each card is going to have uh, one of the franchise logos on it. Well, there were 90 franchises that submitted and only 50 of them can be on the cards. So we need you to please go to, like I said, go to the Austin Ghostbusters Facebook group. Um, look at the post. It, it, it will you know, kind of you know, walk you through it. You basically just click on the picture and then click like. And that's all you have to do. Um, and so as long as we're in the top 50, we'll be on one of the playing cards, which is that, that's kind of a cool thing. So uh, that's the other thing I'm asking for you to do uh, as my as my pick. And I guess one other little side pick, even though she's not here on the show. So we also had like our little monthly get together, like dinner, just kind of, you know, hang out meeting or whatever. Jennifer gave me this as a Christmas present. And uh, I opened them up and let the boys and Christy and the rest of the Ghostbusters try them. She bought this for me in England. 
I'm sorry, in Ireland, uh, they're ghost, they're Ghostbusters themed, but they're basically marshmallow, chocolate covered marshmallows. And, uh, this was made for answer the call. Like this was back 2016, but the, uh, uh, expiration date is until, uh, December of this year. So they were technically still good. So we tried them and they were fine. I mean, they, they, they were still <laughs> soft and marshmallowy and the chocolate tasted fine. Uh, but yeah, it was funny whenever I brought them out to the group and some of them were just like, are you trying to poison us? I'm like, no, no, I promise you they're still good. They're fine. So, uh, but yeah, that was kind of a fun little thing that we ended up doing. So, but yeah, Bill Murray. Oh, well, that is our show for the month. Ladies and gentlemen, if you would please give us a five-star rating on iTunes, Google Stitcher, wherever it is you listen to the show, you can find us at epicallygeeky.com where you can find the rest of the shows that we do, including marginally geeky, creatively geeky and sustainably geeky. Uh, you can find us on social media on Facebook and Twitter. I'm sorry, Facebook and Instagram at Epically Geeky. Where can we find you online, Ray? You're looking Yeti on Instagram. And uh, that's somebody, it. No, somebody keeps fucking around with Wikipedia. And if I find the guy, I'm going to. Oh my God. Chris? On Instagram at Moody. <laughs> Sean? Your favorite broken toy, spelled the Canadian way on Instagram. And uh, yeah, looking for that asshole that keeps changing Wikipedia. But if you're going <laughs> to use Wikipedia as your source of information solely, you're an idiot. Uh, yeah, don't yeah, don't don't trust one thing. Uh, and then you can find my uh, epic, wacky meeting Bill Murray adventure on Facebook and Instagram at Optimus Gene for everyone on the site. Have a good night. This has been a presentation of the Epically Geeky Network. 